Hello everybody, I'm Dr. Prem Agrawal. I'm speaking to you from Medical Dialogue General Club, your companion to keep you abreast about the latest development research in medical sciences across the world. So today I shall be talking to you about the recent guidelines issued by ACC about the evaluation and diagnosis of chest pain. And I shall be talking today about the acute chest pain, what these guidelines have to speak to you. Acute chest pain is defined as something, a pain or a discomfort which has suddenly come, which has changed its position, its inter, is a nature, its character, and uh, ha ha has been becoming more uh, severe. And uh, there is a definite patient-centric algorithm which has been suggested by acute chest pain. Anybody who has got acute chest pain, you must evaluate the stable chest pain against it. If it is acute chest pain, then a focus history and fo focus physical examination must be done and an electrocardiogram must be taken immediately. The electrocardiogram will immediately diagnose you that whether there is a, a STEMI. If it is a STEMI, then follow the STEMI guidelines. If it is unSTEMI, there's a, uh, uh, follow the non-STEMI guidelines. If it is pericarditis, we can diagnose pericarditis with that. If, if you are finding that uh, there is a... Uh, um, normally electrocardiogram, then you must get the toponin done. And toponin testing, by doing a toponin testing, we shall be presenting with the, either the toponin testing, acute chest pain with low risk, we have to uh, do electrocardiogram. If electrocardiogram is showing you uh, STEMI, that is uh, STEMI or non-STEMI, you follow the specific guidelines which are being told to us. If it is myocarditis, myopericarditis, we follow the Guidelines for myopericarditis. If it's embolism, permeambolism, aortic, aortic syndrome, then also we have to evaluate and heart disease, we have to evaluate accordingly. So, all patients with acute chest pain, suspected AC, uh, ACS, what is recommended? The clinical decision pathway should recognize the patients into low risk, intermediate risk, and high risk. It, it is always found to be better that if a patient has been identified in low risk, that is a patient with acute chest pain. With a low 30 days risk of death or maze, or a high risk, the patient with have acute chest pain, a suspected ACS, who have got new ischemic changes on electrocardiography, troponins, confirmed acute myocardial injury, or new onset left ventricular systolic dysfunction. So these patients, if they are high risk, then the protocol will be different, and low risk protocol will be different. And now, recently, there are different, different studies have proved that on the basis of troponin, we can decide whether the patient is on low risk, intermediate risk, or high risk. Toponin should be tested within three hours to six hours. If it is you're testing the high, high sensitivity toponin, then within three hours, we find that the results are definite. And the temporal time to diagnose the myocardial infarction or injury is only three hours. So any patient who is having a, a who become a chest pain free, symptom free, within six hours with the testing of troponin T, uh, troponin uh, is uh, below the normal limits, then it is determined as no low risk. All low risk patients with acute chest pain, with where the ECG is normal and the troponin is normal, can all of the investigation can be deferred. But in high risk patient, that is even one hour after the uh, um, high, high sensitivity troponin is high or intermediate risk, where the intermediate that is between 12 to 52, then this should be taken to further investigations. So for intermediate risk patients with acute chest pain and with a known CAD before, but again is strongly recommended 
that GDMT, that is a guideline-directed medical treatment, should be optimized first before any additional psychiatric testing is done. And this particular issue is very important because many times in these patients, immediate invasive angiography is done, which becomes harmful for the patient um, uh, for the outcome. And the patient with acute chest pain, which are suspected of ACS, that is high-risk patients, which has new ischemic change in electrocardiography, toponym is confirmed, acute migraine injury is there, left ventricular dysfunction is there. In these patients, immediate and uh, um, I mean, uh, invasive coronary angiography should be done and a proper protocol for revascularization should be taken in. A patient with the prior CBG surgery, guidelines have recommended that CCTA for graft stenosis or occlusion should be first considered before taking them to invasive angiography for evaluation. And a patient with acute chest pain receiving dialysis, this is a new group which the guidelines have identified that these people are very, very high that uh, this patient high for uh, migraine infarction and a foreign, uh, immediately patient should be transferred to acute care setting where the angioplasty can be taken in. And a patient with non-ischemic cardiopathology like uh, cardiac pathologies, a th transthoracic echocardiogram which will rule out aortic pathology, pericardial diffusion, endocarditis. And a triple rule out can also be done by a CT scan where the CT angiography and CT scan can rule out all pulmonary embolism as well as uh, dissection as well as coronary, coronary pathologies, and that is also recommended. Patient with acute coronary syndromes, where you're suspecting patient is already having aortic wall disease uh, or a, a bicuspid aortic wall, hypertensive, and uh, also uh, aortic dilatation. A CTA should be done immediately for, a, for chest and abdomen and pelvis for diagnosis of acute planning. And for a, suspecting PE, a PE protocol should be then uh, followed, and where the D-dimer is done, and uh, D-dimer, BNP, and uh, troponin can be done together as a triple rule out. And uh, this, this uh, protocol uh, immediately to be followed by uh, pulmonary angiogram and uh, also um, uh, P pulmonary embolism protocol, which is recommended in the guidelines separately, should be recommended. And patient with myocarditis or suspected myocarditis, pericarditis, the CCTA or CMR with the gladonium, uh, gladonium contrast is very effective in diagnosing, distinguishing myocarditis from the other causes. And uh, also uh, those patients who have got uh, uh, myocardial infarction with non-obstructive cornea disease, these patients, Minoka, that is also um, uh, CMR is strongly recommended. And patient with vulvar heart disease, of course, can be easily diagnosed with um, transthoracic echocardiography. So friends, if I uh, talk about the diagnosis in acute chest pain, it will be limited to, to find out that it is a a coronary event or non-coronary event. If it is a coronary event, then it should be immediately understood as acute chest pain and the ECG and troponin will guide you further to uh, take it up the further testing. A further testing can be done depending upon the results of troponin and uh, uh, ECG. You can immediately take the patient to invasive coronary angiography. Even high-risk patient can be taken by invasive angiography if it is troponin and uh, ECG testing. And all the patients with intermediate uh, uh, risk can be taken for CCTA, that is a CT scan-based coronary angiography, and low risk, that the guideline recommends, the low risk patients, which are identified as normal troponins, normal electrocardiogram, three hours after um, the test, after the onset of acute chest pain, these patients does not need any testing and can be deferred further on. Asymptomatic patients never should be given any testing. So friends, the diagnosis and evaluation 
uh, followed up by um, uh, focus history, focus examination, and the suggested pathway for applying the uh, various tests in acute chest pain is being once again emphasized in these guidelines. Thank you. Never miss a medical update from Medical Dialogues. Like, subscribe, and press the bell icon.